The Carpenter Rants. Hey everybody, and welcome to TCR. Three nobodies talking about the masterworks of the horror film genre, and we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Jim. I'm Kendall. Oh man, it is our series finale for our uh, limited series. <laughs> for the month of April, uh, Cult of Rantinality. Uh, we have been talking about cult films, uh, and that's not small beloved films. That's films about cults. Um, mm-hmm. You know the big ones: Christianity, yeah. Scientology, mm-hmm. that one, Make America Great Again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, The American Way, um, <laughs> Costco members. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh no, I'm one of those. Oh, oh my god, man. You fell for Big Co? Mm-mm. I I like a lot of strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's where they get you. Well, they're all the time, you know what? They're all the time trying to get me to upgrade my membership. If I spend yeah. this much more money, I get 20 pounds of toilet paper instead of eternal damnation. Mm. <laughs> um it has been a roller coaster this month. Uh, of love. First week, <laughs> first week we talked about a little film called Faults, but uh, we had some uh, technical difficulties. Doug missed it. Sure did. Um, in the second week, uh, we talked about Hereditary, uh, a popular mm-hmm. episode. People are downloading that a lot. Yeah. Um. So I hope you guys are enjoying that. If you haven't heard it, it's it seems pretty popular, so go back and check it out. Uh, third week, uh, Doug wished that he had had technical difficulties when we talked about Mandy. <laughs> I was dead inside for two hours. <laughs> uh, and uh, we are wrapping things up, uh, talking about the mother of uh, all Whoa. cult movies. Uh, to to close out our limited series, and that of course is Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, classic mm-hmm. film. Um, I you know I don't know if I've ever seen it from start to finish, but I've definitely seen. It's I've one of those, definitely seen it now. I yeah, I've seen it now. Um, it's one of those movies that's like you know you've seen scenes from it, or you know it's just it's one of those classic, iconic movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys right now. I, maybe I mentioned this the last time we talked about it, but first time I saw this movie, I hated it with every fiber of my being. Um, mm-hmm. I won't I won't get into already get into how I feel about it. On this Spoilers! Podcast. I hate it again. But man, I hated it the first time I watched it. Mm. <clears throat> well, I don't think you can talk about the movie um, without first talking about uh, Roman Polanski. Boo! Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're unaware, Roman Polanski. Uh, he made raped a thirteen-year-old. He sure did a couple of them. He's a human piece of shit. Yeah. Um. But but Doug, you'll want it by the American government. Yeah. Won't leave France because he's still wanted. Charged in seventy-seven, I think. Went on the run. Seventy-seven. 
Um, and multiple people from 77 up until recently have come forward and said that he's done weird shit to him. Yeah. Hope he does. Yeah, and he's still making movies, and people are still making movies with him. Weird. And, you know, I understand, like, I guess I understand people in France are just like, eh, that's America, that's not real. Croissant. Yeah. <laughs> They're just sitting in their bathtubs <laughs> with their mm-hmm. flippers on. Um, yep. But, I, you know, he's made movies within, like, the last ten years with, like, American actors in them. I, I don't know who these people are that are just like, yeah, I'll go. Pretty sure he had one come out in 2019. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, he's, he's working a lot. Um, and he's still regarded as like this really great filmmaker. And I, and I don't, you know, while, while I'll watch Rosemary's baby because, because it is like this classic movie. Like I haven't seen, I haven't seen like any recent Roman Polanski movies. Like I think the last one I saw was the ninth gate. I think that came out in like 99. And when I saw it, is that I Polanski? yeah. With, with Johnny Depp. Is that, yeah. With Johnny Depp. Yeah. Who's also problematic. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, and I, and I didn't know anything about Roman Polanski back then. I didn't know anything about, you know, filmmakers or, or I was just kind of starting to learn, but I think that's the most recent movie of his that I've seen. And, and I'm good on not seeing any of the others, uh, seen the pianist. No, I didn't see that, but it also I won a bunch of awards. Pianist. Yeah. Came out in 2001 decades after 2002. Was, oh yeah. Decades after he was accused of raping a, a child. So, but hey, mm-hmm. we gave him a big pat on the back. Um, <laughs> good job, bud. You're a really talented artist. Um, um, but- I like. Um, I'm gonna shamefully admit I don't. I I knew nothing of Roman Polanski's. Uh, yeah, sorted. Mm. Uh, yeah, problems until you just brought that up, and like I, I feel kind of gross. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, I it- thought about it watching this movie because I because there's a lot of. I try. I, I blocked it out. It's while tough. I was watching this movie. <laughs> It's, Who, why would anyone still make movies with this person? That's the question. Maybe they don't believe, you know, innocent until know. proven guilty, Kendall. And yeah, it's hard to prove know. a man guilty who runs away to another country. Well, he was going to, he was going to take a plea for a lesser charge, which was, by the way, was something like inappropriate sexual behavior with a minor, which I don't know if that's a better, I guess you can sleep better with that on your record. But from what I understand, what I read was that the judge was going to reject that and get him the full charge. And that's when he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back to France. Where he's just kept making movies his whole life and getting Uh, praise for them. Yeah, he sucks. How did I not know this? Well, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, you can't know everything all the time, girl. How much do you know about Roman Polanski? It's like this in Chinatown. Like, I have like. Uh, have you seen Repulsion? Repulsion is an amazing movie. No, I've never seen. The Repulsion. guy is talented as fuck. He can make a beautiful film, but I hope he gets shot in the face. Yeah. I have like second thoughts on Adrian Brody. Why would you work with this? That's man? what I'm saying. Right? I don't know. Well, people are still making movies with Woody Allen. Still. Yeah, and he sucks too. What are you gonna do? I don't know. 
People are well, still hey, making I- movies. Brian Singer, even though he's kind of fallen off the radar now, like he they yep, they are yep, yep. they were still just handing him giant X Men movies for kids. Like, what are you doing? Mm-mm. Now this now he's never been There's charged. There's a whole with- indie movie about um about Brian Singer and what all he did and who is fucking in cahoots with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, the people got it made, and they were shopping it around to uh, uh, movie companies and shit. And they're all like, "We're not doing this. We're gonna get we're gonna get in trouble." Brian Singer has a lot of pool, so he's he released it himself, powerful. and it's on YouTube. And I hear it's amazing. Completely blanking on the name of it. Maybe I'll think of it later. But look for it. I hear it's it's great. He's very he's very powerful. Now he's not been charged with anything. We have to say allegedly. 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 But it's just like one of those Hollywood legends. Like he has these parties that young boys are brought to. There's all these powerful people there. Brian Singer is notoriously one of them. Um, and this is like well known. And every time somebody like is going to say something about it, they just end up not. I guess they're getting paid off and like NDAs are being signed or something like that. And they're just like, here you go, man. Like, why don't you make another X-Men movie? And everybody signs up to work on it. It's very, it's very interesting to me. Um, you know, Mm-mm. yeah. So, uh, I just felt like uh, before we got into Rosemary's Baby, and like you know, Polanski's contributed a lot of great art uh, to film, but like I mm-hmm. gladly give all these movies back. Um, yeah, if he goes I, away forever. Yeah, so I want to talk about the movie because I think it's important for horror and I think it's important for cinema just overall. But I don't want to give any credit of it to Roman Polanski, even though he wrote and directed it. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to sit here and like praise him as a genius. I just wanted to put it on Front Street that uh, the guy I, I believe the guy to be a scumbag and a terrible human being. Um, and I felt like we should address that at the beginning and get it out of the way yep. so that we can talk about, uh, you know, Rosemary's Baby and the content within that film. Um, you know, it's not going to be like uh, a couple weeks ago with Hereditary where we're like, man, this guy's a fucking genius. It's just like, who wrote this movie? I don't remember, but it's really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that rapist. Okay. Alleged. But No, it's proven. He was convicted. All right. Um, but got all that out of the way. Let's uh, let's get into um, Rosemary's Baby. Now, this is a uh, this is a long movie. Um, so I don't I don't feel like we need to <laughs> dissect every scene of it. There's a lot of long scenes. Um, but I feel like we can move through the plot pretty generally and, and talk on the, the important moments of the film. Um, but uh, it all starts with... Um, and by the way, this movie... Oh, well, I guess we should do the fat deets, though. I'm, like, jumping away. And I yeah, got I was all, about to say. I got all worked up about Roman, and uh, I forgot the fat. All right, Doug. Give these folks the fat deets. All righty. This here movie film came out June 12th, 1968. Ooh, it's almost my birthday. 
written and directed by Shitty McKidfucker. <laughs> with a budget of $3.2 million and a return of $33.4 million. Big hit. Delers. Mm-hmm. Smash hit. I was going to say something, but I won't. Um, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this movie's huge. It's very influential, obviously. Um, you know, we just talked about Hereditary, but you can see the influence of Rosemary's Baby um, mm-hmm. all over Hereditary and all over a number of, of films. Um, even very recently, uh, Darren Aronofsky's mother uh, draws heavily from... Uh, from Rosemary's Baby. Is that with Jennifer Lawrence? Yes. Okay. Haven't seen it. I'm just it was ringing some bells. I like. I don't, I don't like it. I like it. It's very upsetting to watch, and people, people, like, in mass, were just like, "This is the worst thing to ever happen to movies." And then I watched it, and I was like, "This is not." I mean, it's pretty good. I don't know what they were. I've like. seen Cars three. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah, so this movie, huge success, uh, very influential. I'll tell you what I noticed about it right away, um, is we have not yet moved into, at, at the time that this came out, we've not yet moved into that modern movie making, like, that's going to take us into, like, the we 70s. We have and we haven't. Yeah. It's this, a transitional period. Yeah, this, this definitely, like, looks kind of different than the stuff that's out there, but it plays a lot like the older movies uh, of its time. Like, especially like some of the acting. I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. There's some, there's some moments that are so like, you know, I'm just like, man, wow, this looks really good. I like like the handheld stuff and it's very different, unique. And then there's moments where it's like, it feels like it was made in like the fifties. It feels like, like an old Alfred Hitchcock movie in terms of like, uh, people's accents and the way that you know they're portraying their scenes very very big almost stage acting uh sometimes yeah. it's um, the same year that night of the living dead came out wow that's crazy yeah. night of the living dead feels so night of the living dead ushered in the modern era of horror films so man night of the living dead feels so timeless to me i, I don't know i it just man we, we, we gotta do we haven't done a full episode on that have we we got 200 episodes coming up. Mm. All right, folks. Might be something interesting in the future, but we haven't done a deep dive on, on Night of the Living Dead. Um, all right, well, let's talk about uh, Rosemary's Baby. Uh, it's It kicks off. Very lovely couple. Uh, you got Mia Farrow, John Cassavetes, um, playing... Uh, uh, Guy and Rosemary. Guy. Um, I, the fact that I forgot the name Guy is very telling. Um, I forget the last name. And I know it's something really and, dumb. And Rosemary's the title. The w, of, right? I'm blanking on it, too. Rosemary's the title of the fucking movie. Um, <laughs> like Water Bottle. What's their last name? Woodhouse. Woodhouse. Water Bottle. Whose house? <laughs> Woodhouse. <laughs> Rosemary Dasani. <laughs> Guy Water Bottle. <laughs> Um, they're uh they're apartment shopping in new york city new york city 
and mm-hmm. uh, they find this apartment. Now, help me out with how these were laid out. These used to be huge apartments, and then they got quartered. Yeah. Okay. So, like, they're basically there's a very thin wall uh, between these between these two apartments. Um, guy is an actor, and what I really dig about Rosemary is that she's like she's you know that's her man so she's she knows the name of both plays he's been in and she's got her whole speech like practiced she's like yeah he was in this mm-hmm. play in this play and he's done a bunch of tv and radio <laughs> and she says that to like four or five different people um now she's really is she proud, proud of, of her husband or does he make her fucking remember that and give Ooh, that spiel every time you know what i was gonna say that go maybe either way it i think i think in the beginning she is proud but a uh, guy turns out to be like a, just a big old brute. Uh, oh, fuck, really? Oh, man. Chode Woodhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, women women aren't smart yet, also. So uh, there's that. Jason hasn't showed up in a tater sack and <laughs> and ushered in the, the era of smart women yet. So you're correct. Which is very, very sure. apparent in this movie. Yes. Uh, Rosemary. Whoops. Rosemary, uh, she's, uh, she doesn't have a lot of, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? She doesn't have a lot of, like, ownership over her own life. Um, Not at all. Even though, you know, she loves the apartment, she seems to pressure Guy into, into getting it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and she meets a, uh, she meets a young lady in the laundry room, uh, who lives uh, right next door to them in the adjoining apartment uh, that's split by the wall. Uh, and uh, she's just like going on and on about this like great old couple that she lives with. Uh, they're so wonderful. And they gave her this stinky necklace. Apparently, I don't know. It's like, a, I think they popped an anal bead off and like put it on a chain and gave it <laughs> yeah, to what her. What was that? That root in it was called like anal grass or something <laughs> like that. Anal grass. Anal yeah. Man, just the the frequency with which people were just like, ew. <laughs> yeah, I had to imagine it just smelled like just a just a really dirty butthole. It was just like, mm, did you have diarrhea while you were waiting in the doctor's office? Um. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, so, it was only off putting to women. Men liked it. Is that true? You know, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. Interesting. I could be mistaken, but every time I saw someone talk about it, it a was man a would would all well, a woman would say it was awful, and then like guy, she asked guy about it. And he was like, "Oh, I don't smell that bad." And mm. uh, the doctor dug the it. Doctor was all wearing it shit. too. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Also, I noticed that. Um, oh, how's it pronounced? Fur fur release. Uh, the mm-hmm movement of music piece of music uh mm-hmm. it's like credited at the top of the movie and i know it plays an important role and i hear it mm-hmm. several times yeah it's in here a lot yeah it is. um yeah continue i know we hear it pretty early on <clears throat> sorry Go um all right so oh yeah she meets this girl and then um you know guy and rosemary move into the apartment they seem like super happy young couple. Um, you know, they do the very natural, let's make love. And then they just awkwardly get undressed 
for a while. Fucking buy a lamp in your new house. Y'all ain't done that? <laughs> no, but I mean, it doesn't take me <laughs> 10 minutes in. to get my underwear off. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> was... That's 60s underwear. I think it was like painted oh, on. Oh, yeah. Mine's like Velcro now. Temple garments. Yeah. My wife walks in the room. She's like, hey, I'm like, my underwear's off. And she was like, I was just going to ask you to to just take this upstairs. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Hang on. Let me find the other half of my Velcro underwear. Well, let me get inside the house first. We're in the driveway. <laughs> um, so, you know, right toward the top of this, they yeah. they pick up on how noisy their neighbors can be, and they're pretty annoyed by it. The but wall is thin. Fuck guy. Because if I were their neighbor downstairs, this dude clod hops this entire movie on those wood floors, and you know he is disturbing the fuck out of whoever is below him. It pissed me off the whole time. Because he true, just true. He just clomps around like ain't nobody else. Clomps. You know? <laughs> Clomp. Clomp. Call his ass Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pissed me off. Well, I mean, he just gets worse and worse as the film goes. Boo. Um, well, the uh, the young lady that uh, Rosemary meets in the laundry uh, room, she takes a little dive off the building. Um, as you do. Yeah. Uh, and I really like the, uh, <laughs> the, the police in this movie. Because um, they show up and they're just like, hey, get back. You can't look at this. And then they just walk right right past them and like hey (laughs) come on hey we told you no why i oughta um yeah and yeah and so her head smashed up uh pretty bad and then right away you know something's weird about these uh these this old couple because the cops like this she killed herself and the lady's like that's impossible she was she was so happy and the husband's like no she (laughs) Did the room clear out? She means presents. <laughs> Suicide. <Yeah. laughs> she killed herself. Um, she said she's gonna jump three days ago. Yeah, the yeah, the husband is very much Roman. Well. Uh he named the, the husband Roman. Mm-hmm. Um Roman and Minnie. Yeah. Roman and Minnie worshiping Satan. Uh, yeah, so then, uh, spoilers. yeah, well, I mean, come on, this movie's been out for 60 years. Um, it's almost been 60 years. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Uh, yeah, that's where she meets, she meets the older couple and, and, and she introduces herself, Rosemary, I mean, and, um, and that kind of like, that kind of starts their whole relationship. So this mini person shows up the next day. By the way, their their tenant, their this ward that they took in, just fucking took a high dive out of their window. Um, and the next day, she's inviting her neighbors over for dinner. And people right. grieve differently. That's true. Let's throw a party. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and at first, guy is like not wanting to go over there. Cause he's like, I don't want to become friends with these fucking old people. Cause I like to hang out with young hip people. Um, but, we're trying to put the message out that we fuck. Yeah. Under a mm-hmm. lamp. 
that's yeah. turned off. One fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> give me give me about fifteen minutes to get my underwear off and then it's going down. <laughs> um, so they, they end up they end up going over and he's even like a he's even a total brute about this. Um, but you know, he's got that sense of, you know, now look, ladies, and now this hasn't changed much at all. Um, these men, they got sensitive feelings. And when they don't feel successful and they start feeling bad about themselves, you know, they just might lash out and say some mean stuff and treat you a bad way. You gotta you gotta find these damaged men, you gotta you gotta take care of them. Be at their beck and call. Um yeah. Because they they need you, um, because they're just they're fragile. Oh, he's a, he's a fragile little artist. Um, he's the Yamaha man. He is the Yamaha man. I thought that was cute too when she got down to like watch his, like I thought they were so cute for like ten minutes before yeah. he yelled at her about the dinner party. Because then I was like, oh, this guy's kind of a prick. Um, but for like that first ten minutes, I'm like, oh man, they're getting they're getting this apartment and she believes in him. She's like watching his little motorcycle commercials and bragging about whatever he's in. And then pretty quickly, uh, I mean, his name is guy. He could just be a stand in for most guys. <laughs> um, all right. They go to the dinner party. Uh, guy immediately finds Roman, you know, very interesting. He's traveled all over the world. Um, and he knows. Name a place I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> been all over the world. Name a place. Name I a bet place. I've been there. I've... You've been to Alaska? Hell, I invented Alaska. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I, I bought Alaska, gave it to America for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows a lot about Guy, but um, Rosemary did have that conversation where she read the list off to many earlier in the day mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. a little recon there so romans had enough time to, to look into this guy now they didn't have google back then so but i guess they had some sort of satanic web browser that they tap into bing they bing. yeah <laughs> looking, looking something up in an encyclopedia at one point and i was just like whoa we've come a long way been there the many a book report and um, old ass encyclopedias. Yeah, they're outdated. World book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, buddy. All right. Uh, I remember when. Uh, I remember when like computers came out and like the, we had the internet, but we were still selling like digital copies of the encyclopedia. Like you could buy them on yeah. disc and like load it. In, it was like a program that you loaded into your computer, and now it's just like. It's just everywhere. Okay. Um, oh, so there's some moments right here, too, in this dinner party that are kind of weird. Like, at one point, Guy and Roman are, like, smoking cigarettes on the couch next to one another. And there's, like, a conversation happening. Because when Rosemary comes back into the room, like, they jump up and, like, separate. So right away, I was like, hmm, here's a weird breadcrumb. Uh, something's going on. Satan's afoot. Satan is afoot. Um, oh, there's lots of questions about whether or not she's going to have a baby. And then she's like, we actually do want to have a baby. We're going to try. Um, and then 
guy gets like super into this too. He's like, by the way, I know when you're ovulating and I've written it down on our calendar. <laughs> Trying to how he got yeah. that information. Cause, uh, cause at least uses an app and I don't understand it. So, um, I guess he whipped that encyclopedia out and looked up when ladies make babies. Yeah. He's got that cooter book on his shelf. <laughs> and he's just all like, Here we go. He did have a lot of books. That was probably one of them. CB. Um, <laughs> um, all right. There's, uh, there's something else I wanted to mention. Oh, first of all, her first doctor, Dr. Hill was fucking Charles Grodin. Yep. And I was like, I didn't notice it first. And he's like, he's gotta be like 30 in this movie. He's so young. Very um, young. Got that shitty high school mustache. Oh, it's so bad. That's kind of what threw me off. Cause it kind of changed the way that his face looked and he just looked yeah. so young, but his voice was so familiar. And I was just like, man, I think I know this way doctor. before Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> his biggest claim to fame, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but then when he shows back up later in the film, I was like, holy shit, that is Charles Grodin. And I looked it up and confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but before he, before he gets introduced, there's, um, I'm trying to think, I like basically the next thing, basically the next thing I would, I would go to is the is the uh, sex dream sequence, unless there's something else you guys want to talk about before we get there. I mean, there's one point, um, I don't remember where this is. I believe somewhere between there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so guy gets the phone call, um, that, uh, the lead for the the play that he was working on uh, has gone blind, and now he yes. can take on the um, uh, the lead role. There's a weird scene where Minnie brings just brings a friend into their apartment, and we yeah, learn that like, Rose, Rosemary can't be pregnant. She mentioned that she's on her period. Um, yeah, and uh, Rosemary's already picking up on some like weird stuff in the Cassavetes apartment. How like. Um, there are no pictures on the walls and the ones that are there just don't fit. They don't fit it's right. Very yeah. strange. Yes. And they have no carpet, brand new mm. carpet. And the reason, um, and the reason those women show up is because, uh, guy goes back over to hang out with Roman. He, he the guy who's like, I don't want these to become yeah. our old people friends. He's like, that guy's interesting. I'm gonna go listen to some more of his stories. Um, well, when they had dinner with him, he ate and drank a fuck ton. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. there was something in the food and drink because he kept gobbling all. He got like three pieces of cake and shit. It's true. And then went and hung out on the Satan couch. Yep. Had the Satan cake. I wonder if it was devil's food. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> all right. Yes, you're right. Um, so that's when that's when guy. So now guys like this fortunate turn of events for him, not for this other guy who went blind. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that's when he gets like really into. Um, that's when he gets really into like keeping up with her cycle, I guess, and, and when they should try to have a baby. 
Um, okay, so then she gets... What happens? He, does he put something in her drink? Um, Minnie barges in with some chocolate mousse. The chocolate that- mousse, yeah, yep. that, that she called it mouse. Drugged as hell. That's right. And but shut up, bitch, because they don't taste funny. Yeah, you eat it and you like yeah. it. You yeah, you nice eat all that shit. Yeah, you your taste buds are woman taste buds don't know what's good. So eat that fucking. Eat that fucking chocolate mousse, and then she gets all fucked up because it's clearly been drugged. She didn't eat all of it. She threw it in her napkin. That's true, but I guess she's still got enough of it to... She's tiny, so a little bit goes a long way with her. That's true. Um. All right, well, she gets all fucked up, and she passes out, and then she has this really fucking wild dream sequence okay now like i said this movie is very like they're, they're, like some of the ways that it's filmed are kind of kind of you know new wave and kind of more modern but the movie is really playing like this kind of classic movie um mm-hmm. but i'm trying what year did this come out again 68 68 i'm trying to imagine being in a movie theater in 1968 when the fucking devil rape dream sequence happens because that's pretty intense for a 1968 movie, um, is pretty wild. Yeah. Um, in the dream, it's there's a bunch of naked people gathered. Boy, these Satanists love to be naked. It's all about loving yourself, brother. You know what? That's true. Maybe I should be a Satanist. I'll, I'll look Enjoy into the party. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, they're all like standing around her and then there's like this sex scene. And so you see like these like scaly, like claw, like fingers, like scraping. That dude has some special K glued to his arm. Yeah, he he did. There's some cornflakes happening. (laughs) I've, my mom has thrown together some pretty cheap Halloween costumes before. I've seen a Mm cornflake devil a time or two in my life. Um, (laughs) Hell, I may or may not have been a cornflake devil <laughs> once or twice. CFD. <laughs> you know me. Um, all right. Well, so the devil went down to... The, the devil went down to... <laughs> In the dream, she, like, wakes up and she's like, this is not a dream, this is real. Yeah. Just yells it. Yeah. <laughs> but then but then she wakes up in the next morning and uh you know Well like there's this part of the dream is this whole ritual thing mm-hmm. that involves her just being like scratched the fuck up. Yeah. And she wakes up yeah. with all these scratches and throughout the entire dream there's little clues and nods to stuff that will happen yeah. in the movie. So um and, and guy just totally plays it off. He's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I clipped my nails afterward." And she's like, "What happened?" And he's just like, "Well, I didn't want us to miss baby night, so you, I just you passed sex. out, so I kept going. Yeah, you know, like normal people do. Yeah, like the guy who wrote well, this hey. movie. Mm-hmm. Right there, right there in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times, these people will just tell you, like just plain exactly what they do um 
And she, even the language she uses, uh, man, which makes this feel so much more gross, but she says like, I had a, a dream I was being raped. Yes. Yeah. And he still he still is very dismissive. Like rape's not a real thing. Whatever. Yeah. He's like, I can't rape you. We're married. Like, oh, how delusional. Yeah, that's. I mean, like, I was I was pretty shocked when I was watching it today. I was like, wow, that's a weird thing to just casually. And that do. shot of her when he walks away after saying all that shit. Yeah. And she's got that sheet kind of draped over, and she's like looking over. And you can see the scratches. It's just, that was like, it's one of the saddest looking shots of a human you'll ever see because she's so vulnerable and all this brutal shit just happened to her. And she's just trying to process everything. And if you don't feel sorry for her after that, you're not a fucking human. No. I mean, and she's just expected, right, just to like yeah. act like that's normal. Yeah, yeah. act like nothing's well, wrong. Fucking she, carry on, girl. She wakes up mm-hmm. and she's like, I had a dream I was raped. He goes, oh, no, it was real. It was me. I did that. Yeah, but it's okay because we're trying to have a baby. It's your fault for getting so drunk. Crazy. Crazy. Now, he actually didn't. They did offer her up to Satan, but um, just the fact that he thought that explanation was going to fly was amazing. Um. All right. It would have been better if he just said, no, that was Satan. That yeah, you. Uh, sorry. Yeah, it just should have just told her maybe from the beginning. He's evil. I, I get it. What the fuck's your deal? Yeah. Um. All right. Where Where do we go from here? I don't remember exactly. Right. Uh, she, I mean, she gets the phone call from the doctor that she's pregnant. That she's pregnant, yeah. 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 Um, she's very excited. Oh. And that's when, like, uh, that's when, like, Minnie and Roman are like, you should see our doctor. He'll give you a great discount. Uh, don't go see this other quack. Uh, see our doctor. He's, like, one of the greatest doctors in the city or whatever. Played by Henry Winkler. Not really, but his name is Saperstein. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that. <laughs> I love, love that. Um, and Saperstein is another, again, women... It's not your time yet. It's tater sack's coming, but until then... Don't, be, don't you be fucking reading. Don't you read a fucking book. <clears throat> don't be asking other ladies with their lady brains how how pregnancy works, because they don't know. They uh, sure as hell don't know. They don't have cooter books. I have one. Yeah, don't be calling other people. If you need... You call me if you have any questions. I'm. That's what I'm here for. Don't... And then she does read a book, and she's got these weird pains, and she goes to see him. And he's like, would you? And he's all like, you've been, you've been reading again. Mm-mm. Wow. Well, a, all about isolation. Yeah. That's what they yeah. do. They get her isolated, get her trusting only them. If she only gets her information from them, what else are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, And she also gets her hair cut, which guy is fucking like, like Fuck the, every man in this movie past this point. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they go out of their way to say, you look like shit. Yeah, man, you look terrible. Why'd you cut your hair like that? Cut your hair? You're losing weight? God, yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah. Ugh. This is like you got raped by the devil or something. Shit. Um, yeah, uh, they're playing Scrabble, and but by, by the way, Scrabble gets a pretty big shout out in this movie. Good for Scrabble. 
Mm-hmm. All them witches. Yeah. Um, I just like every like satanic movie has got like a Ouija board in it, but this one's like, nah, we're bringing Scrabble into the mix. I'm surprised my I don't parents... Think Ouija, I don't think Ouija boards were invented yet, really. Really? I don't think they came out until maybe later that year or 69. I may be mistaken. Oh. I mean, there were forms of them, but like the Ouija board as we know it, as the mass-produced the fucking Bradley Milton Ouija Bradley board. Yeah. Ouija board. Well, um... All right, yeah, so she does get a haircut, um, and she does look very sickly. It's Vidal Sassoon. It is Vidal Sassoon. Um, and she does look very sick, and they're also, like, Minnie's, like, pumping her full of these, like, fucking yogurt shakes that she's making. I don't want to know what's going on in those. Um, <laughs> got all that anal root in it or yeah. whatever it's called. God, this smells like shit. It's just... <laughs> Roman's Drink just taking a shit. Yogurt, girl. <laughs> he's on an all yogurt diet and he's just shitting in a cup um alright soft serve <laughs> no uh <laughs> alright where where should we go from here so um, there are a couple little like tiny like aside kind of things sure. that are kind of important yeah. um uh, I don't know. I don't know if her eating a nearly raw steak is really important, but there are some like weird eating habits that she picks up. Yeah, um, well, I would think I would think that's the, the demon baby is probably craving. Yeah, that's like, throughout the movie. You see, they cut like, her eating raw shit and weird stuff. Yeah, and she this made me think of that maybe maybe Rabbit drew from this. Well, I know Rabbit is a the Rabbit that we watched is a is a, a remake, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me think of that scene in Rabbit where she's eating raw meat and is just instantly repulsed. It just really yeah. just reminded me a lot of that. But um, there's that. Um, and then you've got the scene where Hutch visits and Roman mm-hmm. also drops by. That's where Hutch's gloves go, glove goes missing. Yeah. Hutch, Hutch is a family friend. He's been in the movie. He was in the movie earlier. We didn't mention him, but he's been popping up and throughout the movie. Yeah, this yeah, is like her. This is like her only like friend, like real friend mm-hmm. in the world. Like she has some friends. Like they throw that party, um, you know, with their other friends, and uh, you know, but I think those they're are, more superficial kind of. It's like socialite friends, you know. It's just like we, it was just her wanting to talk with people their own fucking age because mm-hmm. they've been hanging out with the old folks so much and. They're driving her crazy and guys all about them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but Hutch does come by. Um, he sees her. He's worried about her. And, yeah, in that scene, Guy does yeah. show up. <laughs> when like, he knocks on the door, she lets him in. He's like, God damn, you look like shit. You all yeah. right? <laughs> and, like, uh, Hutch and Roman both just talk about her body and her appearance. Like, she's not in the room and, that like, it's not something that she has control over. Like, shut the fuck up. I yeah, that's this so much. That's this mm-hmm. entire movie. I mean, and she doesn't like ew. Well yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I know it's exaggerated. Yeah, it's all there on purpose. Um so anyway, uh Hutch calls her and he's like Excuse me, Hutch calls her and he's like, You need to come see me at my place. Um but then when she goes to like get in touch with him um now he's gotten sick um and then he eventually passes away in the film and that's well when he was leaving their apartment he lost the glove and yes. they're all like i don't know where that glove is man if we see it we'll give you a holler he's yeah like, please do 
because I need two of them. <laughs> yeah, I have one really cold hand. I keep switching them back and forth. It turns out, God done ran off with it. Yes. Um, when Hutch curse a foot. Yeah, when Hutch dies, he leaves this book to um, uh, Rosemary, and it's all of them witches. Um, and it's this book about like you know American witchcraft. Um, and he leaves her like Stay a little. Away from me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves a little. Uh, uh, he leaves a little clue for her there as well. Um, but so that's when she starts reading not just this book, but other books about witchcraft. And one of the things that we learn later in the film is that curses can be, you know, placed on people. Um, but you need it like a, like a personal item, like yeah, an article. Of theirs. Yeah. And so Hutch's glove, uh, she calls the guy who went blind in that play to check on him and then learns that he he like swapped ties with a guy or guy took his tie or whatever it was but that's that's how they that's how they cursed him and so now she's starting to um, now she's starting to like piece all this together and she stopped drinking her yogurt smoothie diarrhea because she's starting to suspect, uh, you know, witchy behavior. It's something I picked up on. <clears throat> I don't know if I noticed her some watch this is that, you know, when people are expecting a baby, like they call the baby, like before they know whether it's a boy or a girl or whatever, or even if they don't find out, they call the baby the baby mm-hmm. and they're constantly calling this baby it. it. They never refer to the baby as the baby. Mm. Yeah. It's true. And I mm-hmm. didn't pick up on that first time I watched it. <clears throat> um, let's see. Um, there is a, she kind of, she kind of confides in guy. There's that whole scene where she's like, look, this is fucked up. I've stopped drinking these drinks. I've been in pain for months. Um, something's wrong with the baby. Something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with these people. And you know, guy. She also tells the girls at that party that, that yeah they threw, and they're, and they're all like, concerned. "Holy shit, go to the doctor!" And she's all like, "I can't." They won't. They're the like, do- "Uh, excuse me." Yeah. <laughs> like in about twenty years, a guy's gonna show up with a potato sack, and then I'll be able to do whatever I want. But until then. Um, you guys should check out the archives. Uh, TCR goes to camp. <laughs> um, to learn the year exactly that women became smart and how that happened in history, in the history of film. Nineteen eighty-two, right? I believe so. Yes. Um. Okay. So, um, that's all very tongue in cheek. I hope nobody is <laughs> like, "Fuck this show." <laughs> they know what's up if they listen to it. <laughs> first time listeners um Uh, welcome (laughs) we're full of shit and goodbye (laughs) (laughs) um all right so yeah she kind of she reveals all this to guy and there's a big fight there um but then she feels better like in that moment like she's not hurting anymore and so she gets kind of relieved and she's like oh everything's gonna be fine now Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be fine. We're all good now. 
and I don't know. The next thing I would, next thing I can remember is that like she goes to Doctor Saperstein's office. But let me know if I'm skipping anything there. Uh, well, some of that stuff kind of just got all lumped in together. But yeah, the next thing really is she, um, she learns uh, from calling the the actor that went blind that that guy is in on this that he was being deceptive and yes. she packs a bag and yeah know. she's got her she's got her hospital bag and he's like it's not for like three weeks and she's like nah, I'm just getting ready well she uh right after that phone call she fucking tear asses out of there she does tear <laughs> ass out of there door. she goes to the doctor's office oh she throws her anal bead necklace in the in the, in the sewer. In the sewer. Yeah, she was like, I can put this shit where it belongs. <laughs> yeah. Here, um, sewer, have this ass grass. Yeah. Ass grass. Um, she goes to the doctor's office. She's bought some more books. And she's looking for, like, some, some, like, refuge at this point. Like, yeah. somebody help me. Yeah, and so she's waiting her turn, and... Uh, the the receptionist like comments on her perfume she's like oh that smells great better than that fucking butthole you've been wearing around your neck every time you come in here and mm-hmm. she's like oh yeah i got rid of that she's like whoo i wish you could convince dr dr saberstein to get rid of his and that's when she realizes that the doctor dun, dun, dun. yeah is in on it um and so she runs to a payphone which is an amazing thing to see um I love the payphone scene. I it's, love I do so, too. So many red herrings in it. The yes. dude at the end just wants to use it and he's yes. staring at her like Well he's got his <laughs> like he walks into the frame with, with with his back turned. So he steps sideways into the yeah. frame and he looks But huge. then he turns around, he's all like, Ha I just wanna use that phone. <laughs> you done yet? <laughs> I'm just thinking about the guy from Dumb and Dumber. He's like, Get off the phone. <laughs> the phone <laughs> Um, yeah, so she calls, uh, she calls Dr. Hill's office and, uh, you know, she's trying to get a hold of, of Charles Grodin and, uh, so she finally gets him on the phone and she's like, you, like, it's an emergency. You have to talk to me. I've been seeing another doctor, but something fucked up is happening and I, I don't have anywhere to go or anyone to talk to. Um, and he's all like, (sighs) fine. (laughs) she's like if you please don't talk to my husband and my i loved this line he was like i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna take a nap and then i'm gonna go there (laughs) (laughs) look lady look woman i'm gonna nap ain't calling nobody i'm I'm tired (laughs) just had a (laughs) i just had a five dollar box from taco bell and i'm sleepy (laughs) young charles groden looks like dave thomas from wendy's i'll say it Man. Without the glasses, they it, resemble their family it, somehow. I guarantee it. Dave Thomas was adopted. Maybe he's part of the Groden family. Dave Groden. I'll say it right fucking now. Dave Groden Thomas. He, uh, man, he just is so crazy looking. Uh, it's just wild. Like, cause when I think of young Charles Groden, I think of like uh, Midnight Run or uh, y- you know, uh, these Beethoven. These movies from the eighties. That's to me when I think of him, I'm like, oh, that's young Charles Grodin. I didn't realize he had this, like, 20-year career before we got to that. Um, it's just incredible. Um, okay, so she goes there, and she's like, look, 
uh, I got, I'm pretty sure that these witches are cursing people and I think they've cursed me and I think my husband's in on it and look, I got these books about witchcraft and they're doing all this stuff and I know it sounds crazy and I know it's insane, but, um, and he's like, let me look at the books and, you know, he's kind of regarding her like, yeah, this is crazy, but then, um, you know, I really liked his reasoning too, where he's just like, I don't know about witchcraft, but it, it definitely sounds like somebody's after your baby. Um, and that makes her feel, yeah, he was all like, I'm going to keep these books. Yeah. And she was like, go ahead. Yeah. And then he's like, look, you just lay down here and rest and blah, blah, blah. But then of course we find out that he has called Mitch. Yeah. He's called Dr. Saperstein and, uh, and her husband. And, and they've they've showed up to pick her up. Now, I didn't think Dr. Hill was a Satanist. No, I didn't I didn't I didn't think he was in on it. I think he was just all like, I want this woman gone. Yeah, I, I think I didn't get my nap. Yeah, his nap was <laughs> cut short. I think this is nineteen sixty eight and there's a quote unquote hysterical woman in his office and he's just like, uh uh-uh, she's talking <laughs> well, about that. Well, and witches and she did leave him that was true. her original doctor and he may be just pissed off and i think there's like a patient confidentiality type of thing going on yeah. and you probably have to sign some sort of release to go to another one i don't know yeah so basically yeah because for a minute i was like oh shit man these satanists are everywhere but i don't think he also was fun satanist. fact i just found out this is charles groden first feature oh wow that's pretty he like- was in soap offers before this Wow, that's a pretty big role, and like Roman Polanski's a pretty big filmmaker to get, like, you know, I mean, I know he's only in the movie for like four minutes, but, um, you know, that's that's a pretty big deal. Um, all right, well, yeah, so they take her, they take her back home, and it's just like it's a gut punch, like if you've been watching the movie, mm-hmm. because this whole movie, you know, you're with Rosemary, and like it's not a movie where like what's going on is really hidden from the audience. Like we are well aware of the entire movie that this is fucked up and that she's not crazy. Um, yeah. and so to see, and we're not her, giving it justice. Mia Farrow's killing it in dude, this role the whole time. So great. You feel so fucking uncomfortable with her. Yes. Uh, everything around her is just falling to pieces and you're sitting there watching it and you want to do nothing but help her. Oh, dude. Because it's, you, she the, she sails the fuck out of being hopeless. It's unbelievable. Like, you, like I made the joke earlier that the movie's like 60 years old. But if you've not seen it, like, you gotta see it. Like, it's just, man, she's, in, she's incredible. Um, there are, like, I mentioned briefly earlier, there's, like, some overstated acting in this movie. But it's never by her. Like, she is... Yep she is just crushing every scene she's in. It's it, it, it really There's some annoying. questionable choices she makes with some delivery and how <laughs> yeah. she acts, but I think that was all deliberate. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, all right. So they get her back to the house. Oh, she gets away from them in the elevator. Uh, mm-hmm. she like drops everything in her purse. Um, you know, women be spilling their purses. Um, 
Just so the two, the doctor guy and the elevator operator can run out and help pick all the shit up. Yeah, she dives into the elevator, cranks it up, goes to her apartment. Um, she's able to get in there and lock the door and like put the chain on. Um, but then, um, you know, she thinks she's safe, but then somehow everybody gets into the apartment. We find out. Oh, that was a great scene. That she thought good. she was safe and her back is towards the wall and you can see the out, outer door a little bit and they're tiptoeing by while she's like, when's she trying to call it's, somebody yeah, or it's, trying to get the cops there? It's fucked up, dude. When they when they it's walk by in the background, I you know I don't like it. Um, <laughs> but this is even different because like they're in this like high rise apartments. So you're like, how the fuck? And they're just like, oh my god, they got they Satan ran up portals. the stairs very quickly. Yeah. Um, turns out there's a closet that they kind of discovered when they were buying the house earlier in the film, and they were just like, why would they cover up this random closet with that piece of furniture? Um, there's a door in that closet. It was straight to Satan's the, parlor. Yeah, that connects the two apartments. Um, and uh, so Rosemary's like freaking out. She goes into labor. They, you know, she delivers the baby there in the apartment. Um, and when she comes around, the doctor's like, first, I mean, I know that it's all a lie, but like. It doesn't matter. How dismissive they are is so disgusting. It makes me furious. The doctor and guy. I know. It may, and I they know the whole it thing. As, it'll yeah. be okay for future pregnancies. It'll be all right. Yes. We'll, we'll try again when you're feeling better. Like, bitch. Yes. The whole thing is like, and the doctor is like, oh, well, this was supposed to happen at the hospital, but you're fucking got your woman emotions all worked up. And now we got to do it here. So this is your fault. Um, and I know that's all mom. part Maybe. of the charade, but they're still fucking with her head, and it's still fucking infuriating. Mm-hmm. Um, so now she thinks that her baby has died, and she's just dead inside, but she still is convinced that, you know, these people are all fucking evil. Um, well, she's got Miss Clara from the Andy Griffin show to, to be her bedside <laughs> nurse. So. Um, yeah, she has this... She has this nurse. Um, she hears a baby crying through the wall, and there's like a there's like a, this little bit of time where she's like trying to convince herself she's crazy, but I don't think she ever really thinks that. I think she knows that that baby's over there. Um, I think it was just a, a brief moment of like she doubts herself I, for just. I a hope second. I lost the baby because all these people are fucked up, and I don't want them around them. Exactly. Um, but she. Uh, she ends up, she ends up like getting the biggest kitchen knife I've ever seen. Um, it's almost a machete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that some uh, bitch was shiny. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Some um, sixty shiny swords. <laughs> you cut sandwiches with. <laughs> um, and she she finds the uh, she finds the hidden door in the closet. She goes through it. Um, she's in the uh the adjoining apartment and now like the proper like paintings and pictures have been rehung um yeah. in the apartments so there's like a painting of a burning church um mm-hmm. there's like a painting of like this old witch that was in one of her this warlock that was in one of her books that that guy's like the descendant of that she figured out um yeah it's roman's father yes mm-hmm. uh 
And he's uh he started that cult. Yes, and everyone like in her life for the last year is in that room. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the the nurse and Dr. Saberstein and uh you know, obviously the neighbors and I mean, just everybody. And then a fucking guy. And he's like hanging out like he's at a cocktail party. And then when he sees Not at first, when he, she walks through the door and he sees her. Yeah. He, he like puts his hands above his eyes. Like he's ashamed to be there. That's what I'm saying. Like he's just I'm hanging like, no, out. Fuckhead, the fucking damage is done. He's Go just hanging out with the Satanists and then thinks he can fucking go hide in the back of the room. Like, whoops. Um, uh, so anyway, they have the baby in a black crib with like an upside down cross mobile hanging over it. Um, cause it's the same baby. <laughs> and, uh, that's, yeah, that's what you do. Um, and the fucking nurse lady's like, you shouldn't even be out of bed right now. I'm like, why are we still doing this? She's here. She sees the baby like, um, and the fucking, uh, Minnie's friend, I don't remember that lady's name, but I didn't like her. Uh, by the way, I didn't like any of the Satanists. Um, <laughs> they weren't nice people. <laughs> but Minnie's friend was like super obnoxious. She's like, later she's like, get away, get her away from the baby. Yeah, man, she's a giant bitch. She's Ooh. rocking that baby's crib. <laughs> Shaking like, it. Jerking it back and forth. Like, go to sleep, you some bitch. <laughs> Shaking Satan baby. Shaking Satan baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, okay. So she goes over there, she sees the baby, she fucking freaks out cuz we don't ever get to see it, but I'm I'm assuming it's not it ain't right. We didn't need to. <laughs> cuz one of them's like, "Yeah, he's Satan's baby. Look at his hands and feet." And I'm like, "What do they look like? Cornflakes." She's all like, "What happened to his eyes?" Yeah, somebody he's spilled got a his box. Of, eyes. Somebody spilled a box of cornflakes on this baby. <laughs> No man, she freaks out, and that's when uh, that's when Roman gets up and he's like, you know, he does his whole speech, "Hail Satan!" and God is dead, and his name is Adrian, and he's gonna destroy this world or like whatever. The same thing with Hereditary. I don't know what these people think is gonna happen with the Satan baby. Um, that the Satan baby is gonna be loyal to them, um, but. Uh, it's a Satan baby. Once it gets of age, you're yeah. all dead. Yeah, you know, the devil's a, kind of a tricky person, so... Or tricky entity. What if the Satan baby deconstructs and is just like, no? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids <laughs> do rebel against their parents sometimes. Oh, my gosh. I like I like the sequel to the movie where the Satan baby's just like, no, nah, he starts a church and he's like helping people. <laughs> <laughs> Doing like food drives and stuff, but he looks all fucked up. Always been a doubter. Yeah, he looks like he looks like the Satan from Legend that they used in that that Match dot com commercial. He just looks like Satan, <laughs> like Hellboy and shit. He, he looks like horn. Hellboy, and he's just like handing out canned goods on Thanksgiving <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> oh, so anyway, um. And ugh, and then it just gets worse with fucking guy because he's like, hey, look, I probably should have told you about the Satan baby, but we're gonna get a lot out of this. Like, this can be really good for our family. We just gave them one Satan baby, and then we can have a regular baby. It's totally fine. 
Um, look, I know it's the 1960s or whatever, but some, you know, some people are still living in the past. So I just want to put it on record here. If you want your wife to carry Satan's child, you need to include her in that discussion. Like that needs to be something you guys come to together. Um, don't try to, don't sell your body. Don't sell your wife's body to Satan. (laughs) If you take one thing away from (laughs) this podcast. Don't sell your wife's body to Satan. Yeah, just ask her. Ask a lady. Unless if she she's wants cool to. with it. Consent Add, is everything. Yeah, ask a lady if she wants to carry the spawn of the Antichrist. She might be down with it. <clears throat> anyway, uh, she's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> like, she's not hearing his shit. Um, and the baby's crying. Oh, and they're like, you should, you should just be the baby's mom. That's what Roman tells her. Just raise, He's your child. Raise him. Um, and she's like just horrified by the notion, but then she sees fucking that lady just like shaking that baby up like a shake weight, just (laughs) trying to get it to stop crying. Like it's fucking Jiffy Pop. Oh my (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so, uh, she goes over there and that's when she starts to slowly rock the crib. And then she starts to look at the baby and she just see that look on her face where she's just like, you know, in that moment as well, like, man, she's going to raise this fucking baby. And then it pans out like the movie started with her like singing a lullaby and that's how it ends too. Um, Just like aerial shot of the apartment building and her singing that lullaby and you're just like, and then credits roll. And it's just like, fuck, cult wins. The cult wins. That's three for four. Um, mm-hmm. The cult always wins unless Nick Cage gets involved, and then he can stop it. He's the only human that I've been able to see that can stop it. So then far. the cult kills themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's that's three out of the four movies we watch where the cult's plan works, and the movie ends with you just being like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> and the person that you've invested all your emotion in, you're like, no, fuck. <laughs> does love win or does the cult win? Really, which one wins here? <laughs> maternal love? I think it's maternal I love. Yes, I mean, I guess she's like, I carried this baby. I can't just leave it with these fucking crazy baby shaking Satanists. The cult definitely wins in this one. If there's some sort of sequel, which I think there are unofficial ones, but. Well, there's what happened to Rosemary's Baby, which I think is, look what happened to Rosemary's Baby or something like that, which I think is like a TV movie sequel. <laughs> look who's talking. Who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're gonna remake Rosemary's Baby, you gotta do Look Who's Talking. No, if you remake Look Who's Talking, you gotta do Rosemary's Baby. Baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like it. Hey, that's, yeah, that's actually the, twist. the baby's the Antichrist. That's actually really funny. I think. I think somebody could make a spoof look who's talking where the baby's a Satan baby. I think that would be really funny actually. Um, there is a movie called hell baby. Uh, that's made by, uh, Oh shit. Hang on. I can never remember. Tom Lennon's in it. And I think he wrote it too. Hell uh, baby. Hell baby. And it's a, and it's like a, it's like a send up of it. it came out in 2013. Here we go. 
Uh, yeah, Tom Lennon wrote and directed it with uh, with this other guy, and um, who's another comedian that's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, what's the Reno Nine One One? So it's two of those guys. They wrote this movie, Hell Baby. It's got Rob Corddry in it, and uh, and a ton of people like Paul Shear shows up, Rob Hubel, uh, uh, Michael Ian Black, Kumail shows up in it. It's just. It's pretty much is one wrote, of the girls from uh, Garfunkel and Oates in this in that flick. I think I've seen this. Maybe. Maybe. This is sounding very familiar. It's it's really it's pretty funny. I I like Hell Baby a lot, but it, it's just kind of like a spoof on on this type of movie where this this lady becomes pregnant with a Satan baby and Tom Lennon and this other guy, what's his name, Rob. Garrett, excuse me. They show up there, the priests who are there to like, yeah, I've, exercise I've, I've the demon. Seen this. It's it's fun. It's it's pretty silly. It's a lot of fun. I I would say check it out. Um, but yeah. So and then there is there was an actual remake of this for TV. Yeah, it was like an NBC miniseries, right? Yeah, with Zoe Saldana. And I didn't watch it, but um, I didn't watch it either. As Rosemary. And I and I didn't hear anything about it, so I don't know. Like I never read anything about how how it was or anything. Um, but yeah, man, that's Rosemary's Baby. I mean, it is. Uh, I I really loved it, and it's hard for me to like. It comes with a lot of baggage, um, being a Roman Polanski film, but it's also like, I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know how you separate the man from the art that he made that was great um i mean he went on to keep making art that people considered great long after they knew you know what was what what his deal was so i i don't know i don't know i don't want to praise him at all but it's a it's a it's a really fucking good movie well i will say that upon second rewatch i too love this movie yeah i don't know why i hated it so much the first time i saw it but i love it yeah it's great i i love this flick <laughs> i was waiting for like every, the real every, the sharp left no, turn no, 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 no. like i fucking hated it <laughs> no i've always loved no, this I movie know. um anything slow burn with satan i'm down 1 million percent <laughs> that's the name um, of your album slow burn with satan it is album coming this fall. It's your stoner rock um, jam band. It, it is. I, you got my guitars behind me. I'm writing all the shit right now. Um, no, but everything in this, it's just from start to finish. Everything is great. Even the slow moments, everything is deliberate. There's so many, uh, hidden things, details within this. Um, the choices on how it was shot were, it was great. I hate to give credit to a piece of shit, but I have to because it's great. The the scene where she walks into traffic, like she walked into real traffic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like like Roman wanted to do that and no everybody was like you're fucking nuts. And so he just had a hand, he grabbed the camera and he followed her into traffic and they just walked out into traffic and he told her he's like you look pregnant, no one's going to hit you. Yeah fucking crazy that's nuts yeah but i mean it's a dude it's a great fucking movie i it's got baggage I, 
I can understand if you yeah. can't get past the baggage because I can't get past the baggage on on yeah I, I completely most understand of his stuff, and I haven't watched this in years. And I again I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing, but um. So, but I you know, I did it. I watched it. It's great. Uh, it's a great movie. I love how it. <clears throat> It's shot how it moves so slow, but everyone in the entire movie is just super busy and keep they keep going. But the the I can't explain it. I can't just how it's shot and, it, and how it feels. It feels so slow, but everyone in the film is just always in a hurry. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Everything's moving at a clip. It's it's really strange. Like the moments that get drawn out, but like this movie is like two hours and fifteen minutes long. But I I don't. It doesn't. Didn't feel, feel it. It doesn't feel that long to me. Like when I'd say that it was slow, like that wasn't a critique. Like that is just the pace. It's a, the movie is just drawn out. And I think that it adds to like the tension because like, just like I said, there's only about 10 minutes of the movie where it seems nice. And then for the next two hours and five minutes, it is a slow, nothing but dread. It's a slow train through dread. And the and and then it ends just horribly. Like it's just <laughs> through dread. It just ends terribly. Um, so you you have to suffer this entire movie, and then when you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, I guess we're leaving the theater now. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll just go back to my life. I don't know. It's heavy, man. It's a heavy movie, but I I love it. That I thought it was really wonderful. I also yeah. love it. it a lot. Uh, I extremely love it. it <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I don't think there was any better way uh, to close out our cult series than with this. Um, Satan, yeah, we just Satan gave you the broad the strokes, folks. Go and watch Rosemary's Baby. It is. It's fucking yeah. great from start to finish. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, the guy who made it sucks. Yeah. But um. I don't think we even did it a lot of justice. There's a lot going there's, on in this I mean, flick. There's, like, um, um, what does the film mean to you? Like, it, it's the whole thing could just mean how women are treated in society in general, or the whole does love win thing that comes into it too. There's a lot going on with this film. We ain't smart enough to talk about it here, but you come to your own conclusions and let us know what you think. Yeah, I knew as soon as I, like I was like trying to take notes during it, and I was just like, "Man, I'm just gonna experience this movie because like it's so dense. It's like, hard to stop and take notes, man. It's, it's just so everything going dense. on is so great. And if you look away, it like even intense, if nothing's like happening, if you look away, you're missing stuff. Like it's you, just you, you gotta you gotta let it. And there's lo- there's details everywhere, man. Yeah. There's books and shit in the background. Oh my gosh, trying yeah. to tell you where it's going. Yeah. It's you gotta watch it, and you probably gotta watch it a few times. Um, it's a classic for a reason. Yep, it's a great film. Well, I loved it. I loved the cult series. I hope you guys had fun listening because I had fun talking about them. Um, I, you know, just uh, just uh, you know, a bunch of bummers. <laughs> Every movie, you're just like, oh, um, that's life. Yeah. I, the but the message here is that if you go up against Satan, Satan gonna win. Be prepared to lose. Yeah, be prepared for. The, um, sorry, I didn't what mean else, to. Yeah, what else <laughs> 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 uh, 
I just saw sweat form immediately on her brow. Her eyes yeah. got huge. She was like, <clears throat> please, 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 no. Um, all right. Well, uh, when we close out a month, that means that we're kicking off uh, a new limited series next month. And I'm really what? excited um, because it is uh, another uh, uh, curated month uh, by one of us here. You know, I did January. Uh, we did Hatchet mm-hmm. New Year. If you didn't listen back in January, hit the archives. We did all four Hatchet films uh, for Hatchet Boy, New Year. Fun. It was fun. Um, and then February, March, uh, Doug programmed, and we did What the Rant? Uh, and we and we deep dived into uh, yeah. There's I have to do the voice. Um, we deep dived into body horror. Um, and I'm still getting angry text messages about. <laughs> yeah, I wake up at. I have an alarm set for 3 a.m. every night. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking society, really? Um, <laughs> ass face, but uh, you like the talking asshole. <laughs> I just cry. I wake up and I'm sad. Um, no, we did. We talked body heart and and maybe not the ones that you think we would have talked about either. So go back and check that out. Um, okay. But that means the the month of May is programmed by our very own Kendall. And uh, Kendall, why don't you tell the folks what we are talking about next month? Because Doug and I don't know. Well... Uh, I'd like to call our series for the month of May, Rant Me Out of Here, because okay. we're talking about movies that are uh, themed around being trapped, essentially. Nice. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. Interesting. This can go all kinds of places. Sweet. And uh, we're going to kick it off with hmm. Jeremy Sol- Solnier's, I don't know how to pronounce that. Jeremy um, Salamander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Green Room from 2015. I love Green oh, Room. Great. Um, if you guys haven't seen Green Room, you're you're about Do yourself to have, a favor. You're about to have a good time. Um, Green Room is great. I'm really excited to talk about that next week. I'm really excited about what the other films See where in it goes. series are going to be. Uh, very exciting. All right, ramp me out of here, folks. The month of May. Um, can't wait, can't wait. All right, let's, uh, let's do a little bit of horn shoe, uh, for this week. There's actually a couple of things. Um, but I will do, um, let's, so, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but there's just actually some headlines that were worth reading. Um, an American Psycho TV series is in the works. Um, Animated? <laughs> yep, it's coming on Cartoon Network. Nice. Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no, uh, I don't think there's any, like, details about it. It's just called it. Wacky American. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I like that book a lot, but I love that movie. Um and I don't, good. yeah, I just, at one point in time, they're going to remake it, which I'm sure they will eventually, but, um, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I want to follow that character for a weekly series. I, I probably won't watch it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, come on. I, I never watch any 
It's very rare. I don't watch, watch TV anyway, so yeah, it's very rare for me to watch a, a new show. Uh, when I do, it's a big event. Um, just like, man, have you guys heard of General Hospital? It's been on for like sixty years. Mama's Family. <laughs> Mama's Family. Um, they're also developing a Saw series. So do oh, with a that. Saw series. A saw. Ah. Um. Do with that what you will. Not a Saw fan, so y'all have fun. I like the original. I'm going to see the Chris Rock one, because I like Chris Rock. Um, and uh, the the new line of NECA Toonie Terrors uh, was revealed. Um, Doug, you sent us a photo of uh, Captain, Captain Blake from Captain, The Fog. Yeah, but there's also a reanimator one in this line. There's a Herbert West, Elvira... Um, who's the guy from who My Bloody Valentine? Yeah, I'm blanking on his name at the moment, but yeah, yeah, I think that might be. And it. Uh, was there one more, or were there just four? I think that might be it. I'm looking at it right now. The There's also a Walmart exclusive um, Grady Sisters from The Shining that just came out. Ooh, this this My Bloody Valentine one looks. <laughs> I'm by the way, every one of I love that series of toys, yeah. man. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh. It's the cartoon style horror series. They all look like they're they would be in episodes of Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's that's kind of. The, I have uh, I have Leatherface, Jason, and Ash in front of me right here. Yeah, and they look awesome. This Herbert West one is dope, dude. I can't believe that. That's that's the one I'm really excited about. That I can't really believe cool. they made that. Um, but uh, yeah, these are great. If you haven't seen them, check out uh, NECA Toonie Terrors. Really cool. They've got a bunch of series of those out now. Yeah, I mean, it just Ghost started with and like Chucky and Sam and Freddy and Reagan. Yeah, Nosferatu. I remember they put that Jason and that Freddy out, and I was like, like "Man, those are so cool." Um, but they've really, and now they're doing cool. They've just shit gotten like, better. Yeah, now they're doing cool shit like fucking creep, the creep, and the creep. The creep one is beautiful. Um. All right, man. Yeah, that's pretty much all the news I got. I just there's a couple cool things we could actually talk about this week. Uh, cool. Let's kick it on over into rants recommends, uh, folks. Every week uh, we talk about the week's movie, but we also break down um, maybe some other shows or movies we've been watching, music we've been listening to, podcasts, candles. I think Kendall recommended candles one time, so I like to bring that up as often as I can. Um, <laughs> the Glade plugins that worked out really well. Hey, she's helping out small business. (laughs) I know. Um, But just anything that we've been enjoying uh, that we want to recommend to you. So we call that Rants Recommends. What do you guys got this week? I'll go first. I got nothing this week. I got nothing too. Well, you both have nothing? Why why are you shocked on my account? Well, it's just rare that I'm the only one that has like anything. Um... Mm -hmm. I watched a bunch of stuff, but like the best thing I watched was um, "Promising Young Woman." Heard she, nothing but good things about oh, that, dude. It's dope. You gotta watch it. Um, I'm not gonna talk about it in detail because it is really fucking fun. Um, it looks great. All the acting is so good, and there's t- 
tons of like great little like wasn't what's her name nominated for yeah. some big award she's nominated for an oscar tomorrow night for um, that flick for this movie yes oh sweet um it is you just man it's it the whole thing is about like you know like the whole like date rape culture and how men you know take advantage of like drunk women and so um, talking about roman polanski again yes um no it is uh you know and a lot of movies have done it um fucking you know we talked at length about black christmas um you know which you American know mary yeah we talked at length about black christmas and not being like that impressed with the movie um but if you want to see like the dude the remake you yeah about? the remake um the original it, is phenomenal yeah the remake you know was was doing a lot of these same things but it just didn't connect as well this movie fucking rocks dude it is so good and like it's just like twists and turns and fucking all the acting is so great and the the soundtrack kicks ass and the movie looks like a million bucks like i mean it's it's awesome you can rent it now and i i highly recommend everybody check out promising young woman cuz it was really fucking good cool um i also watched mortal kombat well, I wanted to watch that. Haven't gotten around to it. It's fun. Um, you know, look, it's a Mortal Kombat movie. Um, hey, not, say no more. I just wanted a dumb, fun movie. Yeah, you know? it's I, not great. I'm not expecting it to win fucking best cinematography and no, all best the f- original screenplay. All the fights look great. Um, Kano, surprisingly, the most entertaining part of the movie. Like, really. Um, everybody else was kind of like really flat and lame, but I mean, it looks cool. Like the fights look awesome. They're super bloody and dumb the way they're supposed to be. Um, my big, you know, the big thing I'll take away from the movie is that, um, I guess they decided their movie would be different because it wouldn't feature a Mortal Kombat tournament. Um, and there's plot reasons why, um, so they're like, we're not met the, the tournament. They're not, not having a tournament because of COVID. Yeah. Like, it's also <laughs> the whole thing's done. Like, what was that movie host? Um, that's the big twist. It's all done on the screens. <laughs> yes. They're doing fatalities Zoom. through fucking zoom. Yeah. <laughs> zoom tality. Um, so there's no tournament, but then the movie has to spend a lot of time going through really convoluted processes to get these characters into one-on-one battles with each other. And I'm like, you know, it's a really easy way to just do that. Just have them fight in a tournament. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, we're not doing the tournament, but like through really stupid story, like maneuvers, they have to get one-on-one battles with one another. And I'm just like, I don't know. Let's just do so it. So is this basically like the uh, one-off Mortal Kombat games where it's like a side scroller and shit? Like the Sub Zero game and the uh, the Kung Lao game and shit. No, it's really cool. Um, it's cool, but like I just thought it was really silly to avoid the tournament and then just through really bad story process get them into one on one situations with one another. Um, Weird choice. Yeah, it's very strange. 
Um, but when when the fighting does happen, it's it's a ton of fun. But it's the stuff in between the fighting where you're just like, wow, okay, yeah, this is this is what it is. It's not the worst, um, you know. It is absolutely not the worst, uh, f- you know, fighting movie uh, I've ever seen. There's a lot of this kind of movie, and Street Fighter does exist, and uh, so does the second Mortal Kombat movie. And uh, there are two Street Fighter movies. Oh yeah, I forgot about that second one. We're doing it right this time. Yes. Are you? Um, if you love the Mortal Kombat games, then you know there's probably like 30 minutes of footage that you're gonna be. I mean, at least watched it with me, and she knows nothing about Mortal Kombat, and she was just like, "That was a movie that I watched." Like she didn't hate it. Um, she thought all the gore effects were fun and cool, and that's what you're going for. So yeah. uh, it's on HBO. If you dig Mortal Kombat, you're probably gonna dig it. Um, I probably won't watch it again, but it's ma- I'm gonna play Mortal Kombat now because now I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't done this in a while. So, um, yeah, right. yeah, it was fun. And um, I think that's all I'm gonna recommend for this week. Mortal Kombat, but Promising Young Woman. I, that movie is legit, fucking awesome. Uh, everybody should check that out. Really, cool. really impressed by that. Um, I've got a very abbreviated out of context show notes today. Ooh, okay. Because uh, we were just on a roll talking about Rosemary's Baby, so mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't note a whole lot. But Dave Groden Thomas got me good. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's it. That's all I got, Dave guys. Dave Thomas, love it. Um, all right, folks. Well, uh, thank you for listening to the cult films with us. Um, if you'd like to reach out, uh, Doug, where can the folks find us? Well, sir, they can hit us up, um, on that there Facebook or the Instagram Carpenter Rants podcast, search, like, follow all that good shit. You can hit us up at the Carpenter Rants pod or Carpenter Rants pod at gmail.com. <laughs> we got both. Yeah, either or. Uh, you won't email us, so it doesn't matter. You um, uh, you can subscribe via iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Tell a friend, share it, write a good review if you feel so inclined. Yes. Keep the um, one-star negative shit to yourself. <laughs> yeah, Appreciate that. That would hurt us. Um, yeah, if you, if you go to iTunes, rate and review, we would appreciate it. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, cult of rantinality in the books. I thought it was a good month. I'm pretty pumped about ramp me out of here. Uh, and we're yeah. kicking it off strong with, uh, with green room. Oh, yes. I'm excited to see what we follow. Dunstan checks in maybe, um, <laughs> this could be, <laughs> could be any number of films. It's going to be a good time. So, uh, if you haven't seen green room, watch it. Cause we're going to talk about it next week and uh whoo it's a doozy uh but until then thank you for listening to tcr uh we have been the nobodies i'm caleb i'm doug i'm kendall keep on ranting Thank you for listening to the Carpenter Rants. 
Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.